Hi dear, you are his living epistle, read by all men. That's right, you are Jesus' ambassador. This is Madeline Fenelon, host of the Living Epistle Project radio program, right here on Power of Worship Radio, airing every Tuesday, 12 p.m., and every Saturdays, 10 a.m. We'll take live calls and your prayer requests. You'll also hear encouraging word from believers of God's transforming power. See you there. Praise God for the morning. Harper, you're listening to the Living Epistle Project Radio Program, and again, it is testimonies of what Jesus is doing in this world. Revelations twelve eleven. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimonies. I am your host, Madeline Fenelon, and today is. I'm just waiting to see what the Lord is going to do Amen. in the studio today but remember that you are also part of this conversation and i ask that you while you are on your couch or driving you 
join us when we're praying and you think also as to what the Lord has done in your life. Um, if you have any comments, any questions, or you want to share something, the phone number to call is 347-339-1765. And today I have with me my wonderful co-host, Laudis, which has been absent for a long time, <laughs> but it's back and I'm excited to have her. Hi, Laudis. How are you doing? Hi. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, modeling. Good Thank morning. you for having me once again. <laughs> I'm so excited that I was able to come in today. So thank you. And today we have an amazing, amazing guest. I actually had the privilege, privilege and pleasure to meet her. Um, is Suki. Hi, Hi Suki. morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Suki, how's your day going so far? Uh, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but God is good. Amen. Amen. We're just God chatting. Is amen. 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 Yes. 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 God yeah. is going to take the will, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> it's, a pl- it's a pleasure to have you here, Suki. Oh, it's um, a pleasure being, to lift up the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Being around Suki, I just, you don't expect what is coming out of her mouth. Because <laughs> 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 you got that one right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do not judge a book by its cover. She's this gorgeous woman. She's beautiful, and then when she speaks, she speaks the wisdom of the Lord. And the Lord, she's an old soul when she speaks. And so I am thankful for you, Suki. Suki, yes. My first question yes. to start the conversation uh-huh. <laughs> yes. is, you know. Every one of us, God put things in our lives to do. He gave us different assignments. So what are the tasks that God has put on your lap right now in this season of your life? Well, right now, um, it's to pray and intercede for the times in which we're living. The times, can we say that again? What we are seeing and experiencing in this world um, it, it's calling us all to pray and to really um, stand up, right, mm-hmm. for for who we are in Jesus, and to you know just extend ourselves in prayer mm-hmm. for. So definitely. So, so when you say the time, <coughs> sorry, allowed us to cut you. No, so go ahead. When you say the time, can you explain more of what, what do you mean? I know you are praying for the time that we're living. What are the issues? Well, let me start by saying uh, about eight or nine years ago, um, the Lord, well, let me even start even more this way. Mm -hmm. Um, When I first came to the Lord, I was very much into Bible prophecy. Mm. And uh, my husband and I both, we were like so intrigued. And then, because we realized the word of God was so true. Um, But then we... I felt the Holy Spirit speak to us and say, okay, you got to learn how to walk the walk okay, and okay. put that aside. Mm. So now going forward, right. when my husband and I were realizing all these things that were prophesied and all the things was coming into being. And so nine years ago, <clears throat> about nine, eight or nine years now, um, the Lord I said, Lord, you're coming soon. I said, that means I get up to go to the rock. <laughs> we always talk about that. <laughs> but very quietly, I heard that whisper in my spirit. He says, you don't know what you ask for. So I, I was like, okay. I said, well, Lord, make me ready. Make me ready. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, all of a sudden, I realized it's a little bit more than just going up to, you know, the rapture, you know, and God began to put, God began to put in my heart to pray for the nations. Mm -hmm. Not so, I mean, yes, family matters, things come up, yes, 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 but praying for the nations, praying for the United States, praying for pastors, for leaders, um, for marriages, um, all of this, and and later on, mm-hmm. God began to piece all of this together with a larger group. I I, I know I've been. You want to say something, Gladys? Go ahead. Um, no, are you part of um, any specific ministries right now, or just to expand on that group that you just discussed? Well, um, I'm also I'm part of the choir at Brooklyn Tabernacle. Cool. And <laughs> yes, it's been a tremendous uh, blessing. 
but aside from that, more so, um, I love the people of God. I mm. love God's people. I love people. Um, I just had the privilege not too long, just the other day, to lead one of our old-time friends that my husband and I known for ma- knew for many years to the Lord. Mm. And to God be the glory. And I just love the orchestration of the Holy Spirit. I know I have attended one of the yes. prayer session that you have in your house concerning this issue to your oh, heart, right? Yes. It's amazing. I, I think I told you about it, that I went to a prayer meeting. It was like an experience like no other. Now I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <Holy God. laughs> so I'll be the there things. on the next one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a heart that it's mm. not about the material things. We don't mm. pray no. for the material no. things. We're actually praying for the heart of Jesus. Yes. The things that Jesus care about, that's what yes. we are praying for. Yes. And I'm so thankful that you listen to the Lord with respect to this ministry that he has put in your heart. Well, it, it's, I'm sorry. It, well, it's an, um, God by his spirit has joined uh, myself mm. and other ladies that we met. Right, right. And, um, and just have orchestrated this now for eight years mm. on a free wow. conference call with myself and some other powerful ladies, yeah, as yeah. you know, in the Lord. I mean, I just thank God for his orchestration that I should be part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this prayer line private or is it a public? No, anyone can. Uh, can join? Anyone can join in. You want to give the contact information? Or oh, yeah. We can put it. But you know what? More so than that, mm-hmm. I really like to encourage people within their own groups, within their oh, own, because that. you could stay on the phone for hours, <laughs> you right. know, and, and not that I, I wouldn't want to, but, um, but it's important that each group within your own ministry mm-hmm. or people that you know that that's have that same heart right, right. to pray and, you know, free yeah. conferencing yeah. and get together Started. and Started. start to 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 pray, ask the Holy Spirit to orchestrate exactly how he would like this to go forward. Amen, amen. Yeah, because he has, you know, very specific tasks for all yes, of us. And, yes. you know, he has planted um, different burdens in our hearts. And it, it's, it's absolutely powerful to get together with those people, actually, that have the same burden to lift up whatever it is that's at hand, um, mm-hmm. what's on your heart. So that's a, an amazing, an amazing idea to, you know, to plan out. Yeah. Um, we're just so excited because we're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> we already went deep. I know, <laughs> we right? Deep. But Suki, we, you know, we're always so interested about how you met the Lord. Like, what was that experience like to you? Well, I'm going to give away my age now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Don't have to. Well, I'm not going to give the number away. But in the 70s was the great disco era. <laughs> and I was Miss Disco Queen. Now we know. But actually, my husband um, came to the Lord first. Okay. So were you married at that time? Or yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been married 47 years now. Oh, wow. You will Congrats never... To the glory no. of God. <laughs> you never know by looking at her. No. <laughs> to the glory of God. To the Amen. glory of God. Um, no, my husband came first to the Lord. Uh, we began searching. We come from a Catholic background. Mm-hmm. And uh, we began that search, or more so he, he was. You know, we had put our children back in church because we knew that was the foundation that we, you know, we had. So we felt we needed to give them that. And so my husband began the search in his life Mm -hmm. and he found the Lord through another believer on his job. Mm -hmm. And he, just like his personality is, he came on fire (laughs) um, (laughs) to the Lord. And, um, And I was like, what is this Jesus stuff? You know, all this Jesus, you know, I know God, you know, because you, you know, you grow up in in that faith, knowing Jesus on the cradle Christmas and Easter, you know, resurrection. Well, it's Easter, resurrection Sunday, more or less, Mm -hmm. you know, and you, so you know him, but his life and really what he did on the cross of Calvary is not really portrayed um, the way it should have been or should be. Yes, the importance. Yes. 
Um, so anyway, um, one day he walked in and um, he started to watch Jimmy Swaggy because it was in the 70s. Mm. And uh, at eight o'clock in the morning and I he didn't come in that morning. He worked overtime. He didn't want to wake me. So I turned on the TV thinking, let me put it on for him. And, <laughs> and it was a holy, it was a holy ghost set up. And that was for you. Yes, it was, and the singing and the worship, and I was getting into it. I said, "Okay, this is cool. This is good." And then he started to preach, and it was my life. Hmm. And I literally fell on off the bed on my knees to the Lord. Wow! And I said, "I know that you're real, but you're going to have to come and change me." Hmm. And God began a, tra- a, a transformation for me. I came slowly. Okay. Okay. What do you mean? Well, um, I was still going out partying. Mm-hmm. Our marriage was not great. <laughs> and every time I went into a club, I felt I didn't belong there. Huh. But you know what? God <laughs> met me at the challenge that I challenged him. I said, you're going to have to do it in me. Mm-hmm. I smoked a lot of weed during that time. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> You, 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 I love the transformation. I love the transformation. I couldn't do anything without it. Yeah. And um, and we went to a party, and they were passing the joint around. And when it got to me the first time, I took a couple of puffs, and then it, it went around again, and my heart started pump like boom, boom, like get out. Oh, wow. So I made my excuses very delicately and nicely, <laughs> and it was a railroad apartment. And as I left, the Holy Spirit and I didn't even know the Word of God mm. that well at that point. Mm. He says, "Don't you know that you're the temple of the Holy Spirit? Never mm. defile it again." And you didn't know. And that. no, <laughs> no. And I was like, "Lord, I, I, I won't." Okay. And I won't. And I went into the living room and Donna Summer was playing Love to Love You Baby. And I went out <laughs> dancing and I said, Love to Love You Jesus. Don't you love this is this is the difference between Jesus and religion. Yes. Right? Because now we're talking about him meeting you. Wait where he needed to meet you, where you needed mm-hmm. him to meet you. Mm-hmm. And it was enforceful. He had to do it from the inside out. Um, whenever someone tells you, this, these are the things you have to do, head knowledge, right? So you're like, all right, these are the points I have to hit. But that's why there's no real change because at the end of the day, you're doing it just to appease something, mm-hmm. not really inside of you. He's, right. yeah, I, I love what Jesus does with all of us. Yeah. Very personal. Amen. So you have accepted Jesus. Mm-hmm. A lot have happened since then. Oh, yes. Um, you've examined. You had choices. You had experience in the world. But why are you saying Jesus is the one to follow? Because I've tried him, and I know that he's true. Okay. And like I said, when I began to read the word, uh, coming from that background, when I got into the Word of God, I realized He was who He said He was. Mm-hmm. And um, my husband and I began to um, check out, not not to study other religions, but to know the mindset mm-hmm. of other people from other faiths so we knew how to answer them and where they were coming from. Mm-hmm. And so the more we dug into the Word to find that truth and the different faiths that we knew we would come upon, come upon. Mm-hmm. Um, he became became more and more real, and then the trials and tribulations come up in our lives. I love the trials part. I yes. love the trials part because he does a lot. Yes. Before we go there, mm-hmm. that's when we're gonna come in, and mm-hmm. we just wanna take a musical break, sure. you know. So yeah. we're gonna play Storyteller by Morgan. We love this song. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering 
turns I see your faithfulness Ooh, the mountain where I climbed The valley where I fell You were there all along That's the story I'll tell You brought the pieces together Made me the storyteller Now I know it is well Remember that you can actually join in in this conversation at 347-339-1765. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and just going back to um, Suki and um, what she said about um, tasting the Lord, uh, experiencing him, um, and she saw that he was good. Um, just recently, I actually watched, uh, came across this video on Facebook um, of these men. They had three pictures uh, posted on a window, and in the middle was Jesus. And uh, one of them, I remember, was Malcolm X, and the other one I can't recall. But they wanted to really ask specific people, I guess, um, the question, who do they believe in more or who do they believe is real? Um, and a lot of people said Malcolm X. Um, a lot of people did not know how to choose. A lot of people said, oh, the one in the middle. Um, and they asked why. Why would you say the one in the middle? I don't know, because he's the guy upstairs. That was one of the answers. And I inside of me, I, I, I just couldn't watch that video anymore. But God reminded me this morning about it. And he asked me, really, what would you have said had they stopped you? Had they asked you that question and you were a passerby? What would you have said? And 
I said, I would, of course, say Jesus, and how dare them, you know, like, <laughs> Jesus is alive. These two men are men, and they're dead, and, you know, and a holy anger came over me. Like, I'm like, what's going on, Lord? And then he calmed me down. He said, no, try again. And then I said, well, I would have said, these two men you know much about, and you follow them, and you're loyal to them, it seems like. Um, and you have something against this Jesus. But why don't you give him a try, just like you tried these two, mm-hmm. and see, you know, and just see for yourself who he is. Right. Instead of, you know, just painting a picture and not really experience, knowing from word of mouth, just give him a try, just the same equal chance that you've given these two men. Mm. And and see from there. If, you, if you're not satisfied, then come back and ask the question, you know, and... I just felt like that. Day. And it, it takes a, a confidence of knowing that it will, Jesus Amen. is the truth. Amen. There's no one who sincerely tried Jesus who will come out and say, Jesus is not the truth. You may choose to Amen. deny him, but if you have sincerely tried Jesus, you will find that Jesus is the truth. Amen. Amen. And so, yeah, the tasting part. Yeah, come try him. It is true. Mm-hmm. And Suki, you mentioned um, about trials. Um, what was that? What was it? what was that part of your experience, or how was that part of your experience? Well, there've been uh, quite a few, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all been to the glory of God. And I yeah. realized that nothing in our lives surprises the Lord. What happens, and when you find yourself um, in a trial, and when something happens in your life. And when you're squeezed, what comes out? Mm-hmm. What comes out of you? So, if you don't mind, no, this is a big no, if you don't mind, no. Do you mind sharing one specific one that, or more than one specific one that was the lowest for you, but you did not think you could come out of it, but you came out of it anyway? Oh, I had to come out of it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes. Um, there was a situation when. Um, my husband backslid Mm -hmm. and um and god like the scripture i love the scripture that says and it's so true it says he trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skill for battle Mm -hmm. and that's when i learned how to battle Mm -hmm. uh for for him because he had backslidden and i was uh, deeply hurt in that backslidden stage and um, felt betrayal by him and mm-hmm. another person mm-hmm. that was involved. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to lick my wounds and, mm-hmm. and as we say in Spanish, ay bendito. <laughs> <laughs> you say know, ay bendito. You know, I'm just listening for my name. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, poor thing. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And um, and the Holy Spirit said, he said, it's not about you. It's about me. Mm. Amen. So I had to remove Suki out of the way from being me, being the mm. wife. Mm. And now I had to see what was the root, what was the foundation. How can I pray? Mm. What should I pray? You know what? There's choices. When you come to that crossroads... Everything that you've known in the Lord, now let's put it to practice. And prior to this all coming out to the light, God was already giving me scriptures and, and about forgiveness and wow. about Getting the love. Prepa- he was preparing. He was speaking to my heart. And I kind of knew, but you don't know. You know, you're like this. Mm-hmm. And so when everything came out to light, mm-hmm. my... <laughs> It was like the Lord spoke to my heart and said, you have a choice. And I chose to forgive first and foremost, right then and there. Mm. And then I said, okay, Lord, all things work together for the good who love you and according to your purpose. Mm -hmm. So what is your purpose? I said, we need to reason together here. I love that. I had to run to him. And so I know him. I love that. You know, I love that. The lawyer in in you is coming (laughs) out. (laughs) Let's reason together. <laughs> I love the reasoning together. Yeah. We don't think that God wants us to communicate with Him. There's a, like yesterday I was reading, don't forget what, where you Yeah, that's come. okay. Yesterday mm-hmm. I was reading about, Abra- um, who was it? Abraham, when, G- when God 
in Genesis 15, God said to Abraham, I'll, I am your shield and your great reward. And Abraham did this. God, what have you? What will you give me knowing that you haven't given me a son or things like that? Some might say this is complaining. But God actually wants you to come. There is a difference between complaining and communicating to the Lord. And I said children of Israel were complaining because they were make given bad report about the Lord. Mm. They were just basing their opinion on what they have seen. Right. Mm. And not on what they know about God. Mm -hmm. Abraham was bringing his heart to the Lord and saying, God, you say I'm, you are my shield and my great reward, but <laughs> I don't have any children and I'm an old man and my wife is old. So what are we talking about? Reasoning with the Lord, being real with the Lord. Christianity is not about just pray to a God that is distant, that does not want you to understand anything. He actually wants you to understand things. Mm -hmm. So, because the goal is to be more like Christ. Amen. Yes. Understanding mm -hmm. is part of it. Yep. So, sorry, I cut you, but continue. <laughs> I love, I just love that reasoning with the Lord. Yes. And so he began to reason with me and he began to speak to my heart and show me how to pray. And um, one day, I was a little beside myself, mm. and I knew that the enemy had just hoodwinked my husband. It was because the Word of God says we do not fight against flesh and blood, yes. but spiritual wickedness, you know, in the heavenly places and so on, as we know Ephesians 6 to say. So that's what God kept on showing me. And, you know, you can look at a person if your gift, well, spiritual discernment, mm -hmm. and um, you, you just... For me, I just saw, you know, God gave me, just opened my eyes to what the real deal he was. His eyes. Yes. What he's seen. What he's seen. I love it. Go ahead. And so, oh, no, there were times I wanted to strangle. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> he said, get out the way, get out the way. Okay, 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 Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but one day I, um, I went down into my basement to pray. Because I just felt I needed to call on the Lord. And this is how real I know that God is real and the spiritual world is even more real. That's the real. Mm -hmm. The spiritual, the things that, I love that scripture, the things that we see are temporary, but the things that we do not see, the eternal things, those are the mm -hmm. very real mm -hmm. things. And so I went down to, to pray. And as I began to walk and pace like I I normally do, um, and just just to call on the Lord, to worship Him, to pray. I went into another mode of spiritual warfare, mm -hmm. and I told the enemy, "You will not have my husband." Mm -hmm. And I just began to pray and and fight, and just the scriptures, the Word of God was just pouring out of me, and I was inserting His name. This is your son. He has been bought by the precious so blood of Jesus. Was already invented. Yeah. In you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, oh, I, when I went to see the movie, I said, <laughs> I, I, I know, I, I, I know no, that. All too well. Yeah. So, um, but I, I actually felt like um, the enemy taunting me. Hmm. And it's like I felt something like touch my face, like to deter me or to put fear mm -hmm. into me to stop praying or anything. And that put me in second mode or third mode. And I, and I, you know, I just realized and I said, Oh no, 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 no. And so, um, that was it. And I just began to believe God at his word. Mm. And I began to write scripture letters and notes and inserting my husband's name in and the name of the other party as well because God is interested in souls yes. when all things are said and done and we get into eternity God is interested in souls mm -hmm. and regardless I didn't have any hatred or great disappointment maybe mm -hmm. felt betrayed and hurt. all of this and hurt but um I don't know. I just, it, it's the grace and the mercy of God. And he was showing me and teaching me. And so I was flowing in the gift of mercy mm. when I realized uh, it was the gift of mercy, the gift of 
that you have we have never experienced how you no. now gone through no because you don't know what you're made of until exactly you you come up against these things and what comes out yeah it's almost whenever we experience it's been my own experience also trials and moments where you just don't get what the lord is doing it's you're beyond yourself it's in front of you and you're like god this makes no sense to me or anyone mm -hmm. around me and what god can do in the background what he's really doing is changing that character mm -hmm. and giving you another sense of of his, of his gifts really you said mm -hmm. mercy mm -hmm. compassion for me mm -hmm. in many cases and i would have never i look back lord i would have never felt you know compassion towards this person had i not gone through that and so thank you for that you know and and it's just knowing what the background work that the lord is doing in that moment has really helped me too well it was um uh also it brought me to a spirit of humility because when you look at yourself in the mirror, therefore the grace of God go <laughs> any of us, or I knew me and I know Suki and I know what I'm truly about. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as the words that forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. So in order to be forgiven, you have to be forgive. You have to forgive. Um, I find at times that, you know, we leave residuals of unforgiveness maybe in our in our lives and time passes and then a root of bitterness springs up yep. and you can meet someone who's a Christian maybe for many years and yet there's, you can detect sometimes in their voice, in their speech or, you know, what emanates from their spirit, sometimes a bitterness, especially if you touch on a certain subject or something. Right. That's been and great. we have to trust God to work it out and to surrender everything to him. Amen. Um, we have to trust him. Amen. Like the word says, trusting in him, you'll never be put to shame nor disappointment Amen. in our lives. Amen. Yeah. So we're going to take a little musical break. Okay. And I'm just enjoying it. You know, it's not even enjoying. It builds faith in me to see you as an older woman in the church. You know, mm -hmm. you, it's you got your peers. A lot of and I are around the same age. You know, same. But when you see an older person who has been through the child, they're not saying it's been Such rosy because that's what we want. We want re the real stuff. We want to hear that you went to, through messy things, mm -hmm. but God took you out because Jesus does not promise us a rosy no. road. So all. when I hear someone like you who's been through trials through hard time and came out of it and is still ser serving the Lord, it encourages me. So, and I'm hoping those of you who are listening that you remember that your refuge is Jesus, really. Amen. And it, if you have hard times in your life, it's okay. The hard time can will not kill you if you allow Jesus to lead you through it. So mm. we're going to take a musical break. We are going to play Francisca Battistelli, If Your Honors. Bear with me as I... Truth is harder than a lie The dark seems safer than the light And everyone has a heart that loves to I'm a mess and so are you We've built walls nobody can get through Yeah, it may be hard But the best thing we could ever do Ever do Bring it Oh 
And so we go when we go through trials and tribulation it's for a purpose in our lives to get to know him and this is how we get to know him. I know him as the lover of my soul. Mm. He's my mm-hmm. savior and he has saved me through many things. <laughs> He's a strong t- tower. I had to run into it many times because if I walked outside of that umbrella of the Lord fear, intimidation of the enemy, just negativity. So he is that mighty strong tower that I had to run into. He's my protection, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. shelter. I've known him as my healer. I'm also a cancer survivor. Are you? Oh, oh. I know that. Yes. Wow. You yes. want to elaborate on that? Yes. <laughs> Six years, praise the Lord, cancer-free. Amen. 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 Um, breast cancer, they quote it in time, but going through the steps. Yeah. I know that I knew that God loved me, but God, do you really love me? You oh, know, those are the questions. Uh, you know, those you know, are the questions. I'm glad to hear from you. We <laughs> sing the songs, <laughs> and no matter how far we are with the Lord, there are moments when trials hates us. You know, we start questioning. God, do you love us still? Do yes. you really love me? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I saw His grace in that in my life. And he's my hiding place from another. You know, sometimes we want to just hide, just to crawl up in his lap and just to, you know, have him just cover us and hide ourselves in his arms Mm -hmm. and just cry. We want to cry and just to feel his arms of love and compassion just patting us and said it's going to be okay mm-hmm. just as a child just as a child Absolutely. i've experienced that too i mean i love my husband of course and my children my grandchildren and all i said but nothing gives like the comfort that jesus gives the love that he gives and the comfort that he gives mm-hmm. um he is my peace i um I had to pinch myself uh, a few years ago, three years, the anniversary just passed of my grandson, my precious Christian, um, he passed away. Wow. Mm. And when I was told the information, the first thing I ran into was that mighty tower and I began to worship God mm. wow. and to just to sing songs of praise. I didn't understand it all, but I, that's okay. I had to run in. I had to run in. Mm. And he gives you peace. In the midst of the storm. And you literally experience giving and taking away when God says God gives and takes away. He gives and takes away. Wow. And I uh, uh, I had a, sometimes I said, I don't know how to pinch myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the peace that I had experienced, I, I said, am I numb or is this the real peace right. of God? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then there have been times where uh, when 9-11 hit, um, I was I, I was working in the city. I'm retired now, and I actually take care of my mom who has Alzheimer's now. So um, I'm doing that right now. But I've been retired now for two and a half years, three years now. And um, after work, I was headed for, this was right after 9-11, shortly after, and the city was, of course, on alert and still shaken by everything. And 
I was leaving work, and I, I worked on 48th Street and 2nd Avenue in the one deck Hammershaw Plaza building. Mm-hmm. And as I was walking towards Grand Central to go home, crowds and throngs of people were running towards the other way. And I met some people from my job. Don't go, don't go. There's been a bomb scare in Grand Central. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, Lord, what am I to do? Right. You know, where am I to go? What is Suki, this? don't forget what you're saying. We okay. have a caller. Okay. Which we are going to take. Okay. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. How are you doing today? I'm okay. This is Madeline, host of the Living Episode Project radio program. Are you calling with a comment or question? Oh, uh, no. I think I have the wrong number. Oh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Enjoy your day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Go ahead, Suki. <laughs> So, uh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I had to stop and say, okay, Lord, where am I in you right now? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) What am I I feeling? What am I to do? And such a peace came over me. Mm -hmm. And I just stood there in the street and just inquired of the Lord what to do. And then a few minutes later, they said, oh, it's a false alarm. Everything is good. (laughs) But I, I... I don't run in again. You know, you have to run into that place and not panic and not, you know, and ask God for direction at that time and what to do. He's our checkpoint. Yeah, exactly. Question. We were just talking when we were off the air. Like, if you don't go to trials, how would you know that God's love is? It's real. What it is, right? Right. How will you experience, you know, the very words that you... Uh, read on the Bible, like okay, you know them headwise, but how do you come into that experience? Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if you've actually stopped for a second when you read um, Abraham, the part uh, where Abraham was about to sacrifice mm. um, Isaac, mm-hmm. and it says that you know when he was about to and raised his uh, hands, his arms to do it, God knew then. But what do you mean that he knew then? It, doesn't God know everything? The future, past. So, it, you know, it took me a little bit. I actually went to a class. Uh, one of the pastors uh, expand on it a little more. And he said, no, he knew the information. But now he got to experience it. So it's, it's, it's the same thing, I think, how we experience God and how, we, how else will we know to be real, that his words are true. We don't mm-hmm. actually experience all of mm-hmm. the gifts that he gives us through mm-hmm. those trials. Mm-hmm. So, Suki, what would you tell someone who is listening, who is going through a moment right now, who thinks that this is it, it's too dark, there's no hope. Maybe it works for you, but I don't think it will work out for me. What would you tell them? You know, as an individual... In um, your individual walk with the Lord, as you pray and you seek the Lord, He will direct you exactly mm-hmm. on the way that you should go. And, and if you hang in there with the Lord and trust Him, He it may the outcome may not be the same as it was for me, mm-hmm. but it has to be. It is well with my soul because you know you have heard from the Lord. And also because, you know, Romans 8.28 will work. Oh, God yes. Works all he will out. work it out, everything for his glory. And the desire of your heart should be for his glory. Okay. Not for our satisfaction, you know, satisf- uh, uh, satisfaction. satisfaction. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be for his glory. Um I had a, a. I wanted to minister to this other young lady, and she came back to the Lord. Because God is interested in souls. See, when you get out of the way, yes, yes, yes. Hey, high five! (laughs) (laughs) High five, Jesus! (laughs) But when you get out of the way, look at God work. Mm -hmm. When we get to see Him, you're going to throw our crowns at His feet anyway, because you know it has to be Him and only Him. (laughs) But um, but He uh, he, no, no. You know that you know that. No matter what you're going through, if you call on Jesus, if you, call, if you give him the um, will, he will yeah. work it out for your good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Suki, yes. I always love this part, okay, of the show. Yes. 
all of the conversation what is your go-to song when you are going through a trial what is the song that what is the song of your heart is there if it's multiple you can just go ahead but what is your go-to song wow that depends on what the situation is and what i'm going to but Mm -hmm. there's a hymn my Hope is built on nothing less. <laughs> Go ahead, Alanis. <laughs> <Jesus laughs> I'm in the studio here, Alanis. <laughs> the solid okay. rock I stand. <laughs> so, first and foremost, I am not a singer. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not want to hear me sing, but I love, I love that song. So, yes. I All to other ground that. is sinking sand. Yes. All other ground, man is sinking sand. Mm. Amen. You and I, all of us here, everybody, we will disappoint each other. We will let each other down. But he will never let us down. Amen. Amen. And so you alert to a lot of scripture here. But do you have a go-to scripture? Yes. In fact, Mm. I'm going to... (laughs) Take your and you're asking someone that actually has so many scriptures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this is this has been a reality, and and I'll just I'll just read from read it because I love how this version puts it. This is why we never give up. It's of course it's Second Corinthians four from four. I mean I love the whole four chapter, but I'll start from sixteen. This is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being mm. renewed every day. For our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Mm. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen, for the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. Oh, love mm. it. To me, that says everything in a nutshell. The endurance, the, the strength to endure, whatever is put. Do you th- well, I always say, one moment in eternity, will it really matter, the material things, and, you know, and I love, <laughs> 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 you know, I love makeup, and I love jewelry, and I love that. But, I love too. <laughs> yeah, but, yes, but will it really matter, right. or what mm-hmm. you do for Christ, mm-hmm. or how you lived your life, or your allegiance mm-hmm. to the Lord, or, you know, your faithfulness? And it's, it's something that a lot is and I was talking about a while back about here, you being here as a Christian, what are we in this world? You know, your allegiance to whom? Like when you said your allegiance to the world or your allegiance to the Lord. And Elias, can you share with us what you, what the Lord? Oh, wow. That's been um, in my heart for so long now, but I guess the Lord wanted to take a moment while I was reading um, Matthew, uh, Matthew 8, 35 to 38, um, that you know, we, when we come into uh, to know the Lord, we have to take a stance, and we have to. There's a choice, and it's uh, one way or the other. You choose Jesus, or you choose the world. And He said it so profoundly on His words. I'm exactly. I'm just going to read it right off of the Bible, um, His scriptures. Uh, Matthew eight thirty five thirty eight. For whosoever desires to save his life will lose it, mm. but whosoever loses loses life for my sake. Um, once the gospel will save it um, for what will it profit for a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul or what will a man give in exchange for his soul mm-hmm. um, for whos- whoever is ashamed of me and my words mm-hmm. in, the, in this adulterous world and sinful generation of him the son of man also will be ashamed um, when he comes in the glory of the Father with the, the holy angels, I that scripture just hit me so hard because the Lord is clearly saying you have to take a stance. You can't just live in two worlds at the same time, mm-hmm. right here. And He gave me this this thought. Um, we're on a visa here. Um, we're really not citizens of this earth, and 
whenever we try to turn that visa into a citizenship, uh, into an earthly citizenship, we have to remember that you cannot have the same status in two different realms, right? You can have, you cannot be a citizen of heaven and also be a citizen of earth. And this is what the Lord really has has been speaking to me, and I hope that, you know, it's just, it blesses you the way it did me. Um, I You have to choose to, st- you know, stick to your status, and you're a citizen of heaven. So the earthly things are going to pass, like mm-hmm. Suki was saying, are going to pass in the Bible says. And, um, you know, he actually <laughs> brought me... Was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> on that, she, called, she called me, she's like, what does these three countries have no, in the Bible? I don't know. <laughs> it's funny, while reading the scriptures, the Lord, you know, just kind of made me look up, really, these countries. And I'm like, what is he asking me to do? So he's, he literally made me write this down. I'm not even kidding. Mm. What does Japan, China, Denmark, India, Norway, Singapore, just to name a few, have in common? Well, do you know Suki? Suki, mm. do you know what they have in common? They no. all need the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we, we all do, all the whole world. Right? The whole world, yeah. But these, in speci- these uh, countries specifically, they're very strict with their citizenship policy. They do not allow dual citizenship. And as I was reading oh, mm-hmm. these, you know, as that I was, was so looking cool. up, <laughs> <laughs> as I was uh, going through these countries, there, there are a few that do allow it, but mm-hmm. these are the ones that really take a stance and say, no, you're either a citizen here or a citizen there. Right. And so that, that brought me right back to Matthew's 8. 3538 where oh, that's interesting. you know you have to right. you gotta choose. And, and we went into it what I thought when she said this is we are ambassadors living episodes yes. we are ambassadors mm-hmm. of yes. Christ. Think about it in the real world, government wise. Mm-hmm. If you are appointed an ambassador to another country, you represent what country? The country mm-hmm. that sent you. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? As we are ambassadors of Christ, we re- our constitution is actually the Bible. Mm-hmm. We yeah. represent Christ wherever we don't become we don't adapt the culture of the other right. country. We continue to stand with our culture that the culture that sent us and we tell them about our culture. We tell them this is what we represent, this is what we want, this is what I'm here to say. Mm-hmm. Likewise, Christians we represent Christ. We are in this world, yes. Yes, we have to find a house to live. We have to have a living. We are visas, ho- visa holders, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, we're not citizens. You, if you buy a house here, if you want a visa, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's going to be hard. <laughs> you know, it's going to be hard. You can do it, but it's going to be hard. But like, heaven is our world, although we haven't been there, but... We are realistically, mm, that's ours. what we are called yes. to be. We are ambassadors who represent Christ. We are not to get too comfortable here that's that true. we right. are starting to fit in and people cannot recognize the difference. Amen. So no, I thought they that will was not, really yeah, profound. they will not know who you are. You're, you're from here then, mm. right? If you amalgamate so much so that there's no difference. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think that that's what the Lord has been speaking to me right. this week. And so, Suki, yes, <laughs> it is been an honor to have you here it's almost oh. time to go but i want to hear yeah. from you what is what does it mean to be a living epistle to know your identity in christ to show the love of jesus to embrace the unlovely and show them that the love of jesus is real mm-hmm. um there are a lot of hurting people in the church mm. and out of the church, of course, mm. um, just to embrace them. What you are, what your makeup is inside. When you embrace people, when you encounter people, do they see Jesus in you? Amen. I love it. I love yes. it. So, you know, Suki, before we go, we have a tradition where we ask you to pray for the mm. listeners. Oh. <laughs> you know, they a lot of them are going through a lot. Also, some of them have been relieved from their storm. You know, Jesus has been good to them, but we still ask that you pray for them and whatever the Lord is putting in your heart to pray for. And before you do, Suki, Lotus, it's been an honor. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, thank you for having me. <laughs> and Suki, I just show up. <laughs> Suki, I'm glad that you are in the body and you have allowed Jesus to be Jesus in your life. Amen. And you who are listening, we thank you for tuning in and to be part of this conversation. Next time I pray that you will call us and share your input. But if you didn't feel led to call, it's okay. We hope God has been with you and you have been inspired. God bless you. Suki, pray for us. Yes. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because you, Lord God, have been so good to us, oh, Lord God. Even when we were not looking for you, oh, Lord God, you were always looking for us, oh, Lord. Father, we tell you that we love you, Lord God, but we also sense our great, great need of you, oh, Lord God. I pray, oh, Lord God, that you would come into our lives like a mighty rushing wind, oh, Lord God, and breathe into us, oh, Lord God, Father, your word, oh, Lord Father. Lord God, that as we practice the presence Mm -hmm. of the Lord God, hallelujah, Hallelujah. Lord God, Father, that others will see Jesus in us, oh, Lord God. That we would be that living epistle, Lord God, that you desire your people to be, especially in these last days, Lord. That we would stand for righteousness, O Lord God, in a world where your name is being mocked, O Lord God, Father. Lord God, may we stand for righteousness, Lord God, no matter what the situation is, O Lord God. Knowing, O Lord God, that you will come to our every defense, Lord. And for those who are hurting, O Lord God, I pray that their eyes would look unto the hills for whence their help comes from, Lord God, because it comes from you and you alone, O Lord God. You are the God that gives direction, O Lord God. You are the God, Father, that desires to speak to your people and to lead them in the way that they should go, O Lord God. So, Father, O God, you be the lifter of their heads, the lifter of their hearts today, my Lord God. Father, may you sharpen their ears to hear what the Spirit would speak to them, Lord God, and may they act accordingly, O Lord God, because you will never lead us astray oh lord god we thank you lord god and we love you lord god and to god be the glory hallelujah for great things you have done and great things you will continue to do in the name of jesus we pray amen Amen. god bless you i look up to the mountains does my strength come from the mountains no my strength comes from god who made heaven and earth and the mountains.
My help comes from you. You.